welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't, Don't Tell Mama. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to our next episode. And this is part four of our From Mississippi Will Travel, where we are going to spill the tea on all of the places that we have visited, all our nitty gritty travel uh, tales. So it's time to hear our tales from far and wide. And combined, we have traveled to over 85 states and 35 countries, and some of those together, um, which is pretty amazing if I do say so myself, considering we're all just in our 30s. Now, I think some of those probably overlap, but um, if we combine like all of our travels, then that's kind of, that's where, that's where our stats are. Okay. I'm getting too, too statistical about it. Don't (laughs) out my age. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So Mandy has come up with a very fun game for us today. She, because we could talk about travel forever. um, We had to focus on a few things, right? So Mandy's come up with some rapid fire questions. Discussion questions. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, she's going to fire these questions out of us. She's going to pull them out at random. I think from a hat. I read solo cup. From the red solo cup she's gonna lift it up and pull out a question um so yeah okay mandy hit us okay. with the first one let's go all right let's just start with the the top here okay sketchiest place you've ever stayed and why <gasps> oh <laughs> yeah the place we stayed in paris it was crummy um, but i wouldn't call it sketchy but Brady and I think we have a had a ghost in our in our room. Uh, oh, because weird things kept happening, and we didn't get very good sleep that night either because weird things kept happening. Didn't me and Leah share that room with you? <laughs> no, not in. I don't think in France. Yeah, in Paris we had the girls versus the boys because that was when the boys got drunk because Ed wandered the street drunk, and we and then the three of us shared a room because there were like three beds in each room oh you might be thinking of a different one I'm thinking of the single beds maybe not in Paris maybe I'm uh like what was in between so we went didn't we go to three places in France we went to Paris and Nice Paris and Nice Nice. Uh uh-huh do you think it was a niece in the apartment maybe it was a niece we were all in our own rooms with by couple in that no, that, that was place. a beautiful spot. It could nice have spot. been in yeah. Madrid where we all shared the same room. I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I had a weird experience. Maybe my memories are getting mixed up, but uh, I do remember the one in Spain where Brady and I fell asleep, like rubbing each other's feet. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> was our, in Barcelona. Our, that, Barcelona. Yeah, that was so funny. And our feet were like in each other's faces. We're just like mm-hmm. passed out. That's, <laughs> That's like one of my favorite pictures from that trip. Is oh, the there's one. a picture. There's a picture. Of oh, I took a picture of that. Yes. 
yeah, yeah. I can't can't leave that oh my God. alone <laughs> no that was amazing I think we got a lot of pictures of people sleeping on that trip didn't we it was mm-hmm. like all was that was the game that was a game <laughs> mm-hmm. um okay the sketchiest place that I've ever spent the night in Europe is outside of a train station <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh goodness not uh, on the same trip as us. No, no this was, we this was there. when I was a, a new traveler. I was a young, innocent, naive Leah, pre, you know, iPhone. So I had to, you had to like have streets knowledge, which I did not. And <laughs> um, I basically, we missed a flight because we went to the wrong airport in Paris and we so we went over to the train station that we were supposed to, or sorry, not a flight, a train, because we went to the wrong train station in Paris. And we ended up um, going to the right one, getting tickets out for like 5 a.m. the next morning. Um, it was already pretty late at night. And so we just decided to stay in the train station overnight. We kind of walked around. We were young. We we're like, oh, we can do this. We'll just stay up all night. It'll be great. And we'll sleep on the train the next day. And so we are hanging out and it gets really late. It's like one in the morning and this big guard comes around with this huge menacing looking dog. And it's like speaking to us in French. And we're all like looking at him like, uh, I don't know what's going on here. I'm sorry. And basically he's saying the train station closed and we have to leave. So at one in the morning, we like walk around this little area in Paris, trying to figure out if there's a place we can stay that's within our budget without having to get on the Metro. And there wasn't. So we ended up staying outside of the train station, just staying awake all night, basically. And we found another group of girls that was doing the same thing and just sat next to them. This guy came and sat next to me with his dog. And that's like the one thing I remember from that night is like this guy came and sat next to me with his dog. He used my bag as a pillow and I was too like too nervous to say anything to him about it. Um, And he was like feeding his dog a hamburger and (laughs) I'm still alive. (laughs) Mom, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I don't remember if I've told you this story. She don't listen anymore. She's I'm, got. <laughs> I'm older and wiser now. So. Um, oh I don't stay outside of train stations anymore. Um, <laughs> Uber's a thing. Airbnb is a thing. thing. Yeah, right. I it's so much card. easier now with cell phones. So yes. much easier with. I have a credit yeah. card. I didn't have a credit card then either. Yeah. You know. Ooh, credit oh, yeah. cards were like the devil curse credit cards <laughs> <laughs> so mine is also in europe <laughs> yeah, of course. uh it was also uh, me and ed were going we're in our t- christmas trip whenever i was living in edinburgh went to berlin and then we were going to amsterdam and mm-hmm. but i wasn't sure which train we were going to take so we booked a really fancy hotel because it was going to be Christmas. So we're like, we're going to stay somewhere nice for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But we weren't sure when we were going to go from Amsterdam, from Berlin to Amsterdam. So we booked a train ticket when we got to Berlin. And then we booked this cheap ass hostel. Mm-hmm. Hostel in Amsterdam called Bob's Youth Hostel. Me and Ed have since named it Bob's Youth Palace <laughs> in, in jest. And we get... 
So it takes us forever to find this place once we get to Amsterdam. We're just wandering the street back and forth, back and forth. It's like a basement level place with one eight by 11 paper sign tacked to the door. Wow. No like regular sign or anything. Uh, at least on that entrance. And we open the door and it's like all this psychedelic mm, graffiti on the walls. People are smoking their pot because, you know, pot's legal in Amsterdam. We go into a room with like 20 something bunk beds and a, a bathroom that you probably can imagine what it would look like. And Ed's like, okay, you need to ruffle a bed so that people know that this one's taken. I ruffle my bed and something rolls out of the covers. <laughs> and it's like a hash, a hash pill. It's someone's oh. drugs are in my bed. Oh my God. <laughs> so Ed puts the little pill to like, again, the window seal, like behind the curtain. And, oh and then we go to eat and we come back and lay down. And the guy that comes to claim his, his drugs is like, Hey, Hey man. And Ed's like, yeah, it's over there. And he goes, Oh, Oh, cool. Like, <laughs> I was not expecting you to say drugs when you say something <laughs> rolled out of the bed, like something rolled out the bed. <laughs> no, I was not I was expecting drugs. <laughs> Yeah. It was I mean, I've heard this story, so I remembered, but uh, yeah. it sounds so, like you're expecting like an animal. So an animal. We didn't, we didn't shower in that place. because it was just a big open room with like the shower heads. Oh God. <laughs> prison style. <laughs> and no. I was like, so we, we got up, we like put it through and where there were two like heads, like you could see poking out of a bed that didn't move the entire time we were there, <laughs> like oh, beginning God. or end. But we get up the next morning, we like, we grab our stuff. I might have slept in my clothes. I don't remember. I did sleep. Ed did not because he was actually trying to protect me probably. Probably. (laughs) And we go downstairs. We have an egg, some tea and some toast and haul ass out of there. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all survived the night. We survived the night in Bob's Youth youth Palace. (laughs) Bob's Youth Palace with a story to tell. Yep. All right. Y'all ready for the next one? Bob's Youth Palace. Punk band. That does sound like a punk band. Name of a punk band. Called it. This is a good one. This one's kind of a rapid fire. Okay. 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 You get a surprise international ticket and have 15 minutes to pack a Konkin 16 liter backpack. What's going in the bag? So the Konkin's about like 17 inches high, four or five inches thick, Mm -hmm. and about eight or 10 inches wide. So it's a really small backpack. That's what you got to pack. Okay. And where are we going again? It's It's an international trip. You don't know. You don't. uh, International trip. Let's just say overseas. The Konkin is is Mandy sized. (laughs) It is. It is Mandy sized. (laughs) So tiny. Okay. Um, Leah has one now. So at least she, she has, she's ready to roll. Oh, you have one? Oh. It's right here. Cute. Cute. Okay. So what do we put in that? Okay. What would you put in that? You got 15 minutes. Okay, I'm bringing a toothbrush and toothpaste. That's the first thing you need anytime you go anywhere. I'm bringing my passport. I'm bringing my ID and my cell phone and all my chargers. I am. I'm shoving underwear in every cranny of that book bag. (laughs) (laughs) Underwear. I'm bringing. uh, I'm bringing like a pair of Toms, but I'm wearing those, and I'm putting a pair of sandals, probably like my Tevas, in the bag. Um, mm. I'm wearing leggings. I'm bringing extra leggings and I'm going athleisure. If I have 15 minutes to pack and all I'm bringing is that it's athleisure the whole way, you know, I'm wearing a set of jewelry that will go with everything. And then I'm bringing a warmer layer. And I'll probably wear that <laughs> on the plane. Yeah. There we go. 
I would go in and something super comfortable that I could keep wearing. And Mm -hmm. then I would do like a heavier, like one heavier layer for top and bottom. Maybe one dress just because it's fun. And I like to wear dresses when I travel. A book? Mm, That's a good one. A refillable water bottle? I could probably survive like that. Oh yeah, that's a water bottle is, I can't even believe I didn't think about that. That one's Whether it's full or not, just like at least a, a something, a contraption to have water. What about you, Mandy? So if I have an international ticket, I'm just going to focus on the flight at hand. So I would grab my fuzzy socks. I would grab my toothbrush, deodorant, my chargers, my phone, probably my iPad because I'm obsessed with technology and I have books on my phone and iPad anyway. I would definitely like throw in like an extra pair of something. I don't know what. Yes. Leggings. Doesn't matter. Something like that. That that matter. Uh, Yeah. Throw in some extra things like, you know extra underwear extra pair of something probably a fleece or something because i am cold mm-hmm. cold nature or you know what i would wear the fleece i'll be honest with yeah. you i'd save the, the room in the bag yep, just wear it yep <laughs> yeah passport if- passport money yeah maybe a camera and then that's it i wouldn't worry too mm-hmm. much maybe my eye mask <laughs> oh oh yeah i am asking <laughs> earplugs yeah. Earplugs can fit it just about anywhere though. Yeah. So those are perfect. Yeah, I am obsessed with my earplugs. Yeah, I mask earplugs, fuzzy socks, mm-hmm. some like lip balm. Yep. Not a not a lot. I'll buy it there. Sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So true. Like all those little like extra things. Like if I had room That's- deodorant and toothpaste and that kind of thing, but you can just buy those just yeah. about anywhere. Like yeah. Yeah. Even in an airport. So mm-hmm. yep. Yep. So. That was a fun one. <laughs> so, okay. I like that. Let's go next. That's yeah. nice. Testing uh, our packing skills. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next one. Uh, favorite memory from the Seis Tortugas trip. Ah, so oh Seis, Seis Tortugas is our 2014 Europe trip. Me and Katie did five weeks and Leah, Leah and Ed and Brady and DJ did three of those five weeks with us. Right. We oh. met up. It was fun. Uh, okay. Mandy. So what, Katie? I have a cute story of us in Edinburgh. Oh, uh, which one? When we're, I know which one, right? We're so, <laughs> we're so cute. But anyway, so we were, we had this, I had this whole dilemma of like being, this dilemma. Both of us are like this, like very frugal on the trip. And for some reason, I didn't take the chance to buy those flowy pants. And you're like, when are you ever going to get pants this flowy and fun and like cool we were in such a cool like store and boutique and it was so unique and you're like just buy the pants it's like okay and then we wore them for like the rest of the trip they were like the, the elephant pants. pants the fun like the elephant, elephant flowy psychedelic pants. flowing pants mm-hmm. they were so fun that was a cute memory and then we went to the uh the tea shop uh, a few tea shops actually in that same area mm-hmm. there was one that we liked like black medicine mm-hmm. oh yeah that was like my one that I loved when I lived lived in Edinburgh that was my favorite place and then the one that J.K. Rowling wrote mm-hmm. Harry Potter was like right across mm-hmm. the street which like the elephant all house. of those things happening mm. in that same spot was just like what it was just such a good a good time and that was like um when we were traveling before everyone else had like met mm-hmm. up with us mm-hmm. that was I have good memories of that too. That was fun. And then yeah. we came and ruined it. 
<laughs> no, no, not no. at all. My memory that I was going to say for was I have two actually, but the mm-hmm. one I was thinking of was when we were in Madrid, sitting at the table drinking sangria in the square mm-hmm. all together. Oh, cool! That's a good memory. That that's was like an, a good. Moment. That's a great memory. What's your other one? My other one is when me and Katie were in Bath, and that night someone like it was we had the most awful night of sleep ever we've mentioned this previously the night Mm -hmm. mr p happened so y'all go back and watch the sex episode and you'll hear that part (laughs) but another thing with me and katie being cheap is after we had such a miserable night of sleep we're like screw it we're gonna just gonna do whatever we want we went to the therma baths we went and saw a play we went and had last call at the raven and we just were like, screw it. We're just going to spend the money and do what we want. What is that? Yeah. We had a treat yourself day and we just yes. went for it. Yeah, it was the treat yourself day. It was so good. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So my favorite memory from the trip actually happened at multiple points during the trip. And it involves anytime someone fell asleep. <laughs> Yes. While we were traveling. Okay. And I have many, many fond memories of this trip. Okay. But this is like instantly when I think back of the pictures and the th- the times we had, like my favorite times were the times where we got like all of our jokes that we still talk about to this day, our inside jokes. And um, what would happen anytime someone would fall asleep while we were traveling, like on a train or something like that, we would try to see how many people we could fit in the picture with that person while they're sleeping to take a picture of them. And I think the the most we ever got was basically all of us except me, plus some extra people in the one where DJ was sleeping on the train. Plus the two Italian guys, plus the two Italian guys friends that, with. that was on the train from Madrid to Nice, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, I think my favorite one because it was hilarious and I was very proud of myself for getting all of that picture with him. That so was so even funny. Took one at the end where we were all at the airport fallen on the ground asleep and like not really asleep, but that one, the before and after picture, that one's my favorite. So Yeah. That's probably my favorite. Some of my favorite memories. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. We oh, did God. have some great pictures from that trip too. Yeah. We should yeah, definitely is, post some. We should. We should. Oh, we will. Yes. Yeah. This is no by no means what I said, like the only great memories I had. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But these it's are so not, hard to narrow it it's down. It's so hard. All right. So let's do the next one. Yeah. Oh, okay. To you, what is the ultimate travel sin? To you, what is the ultimate travel sin? Oh. Oh. Not trying the thing. Not trying the thing. That you wanted to try. Not doing the cool. If you pass up the, the good time or the thing that you're like, uh, and you and you didn't jump on it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, buying the elephant pants, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just doing the thing, even whether it's touristy, whether whatever, like whatever you have in your head, mm-hmm. let that go. Drop all of your expectations and just try the thing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh. You'll learn something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's what I got that's a good one Katie okay Mandy what's yours because I've I uh, mine is much more practical than Katie's ah. oh <laughs> don't <laughs> try it's great. don't try your stinky goddamn shoes in front of the heater or the air conditioning unit in the hostel so oh everyone can smell your dirty feet this has happened in multiple countries and multiple places don't do the thing don't do the thing <laughs> don't do it it's that's not cool. one of the things you should not do <laughs> You are affecting other people. And oh. that's why. 
Yeah, I think mine is, I think mine is, um, I think mine is also a little more practical, but maybe a little, it's uh, probably just um, when people travel and they don't use their manners. That your momo and your mama taught you. If you don't say please (laughs) and thank you and excuse me, like (laughs) I can't handle that stuff. People cutting in lines, all that kind of stuff, you know, or like walking into a store and not saying thank you or like not treating waiters like people or different things like that or expecting everyone to to cater to you because you're a tourist or an American or whatever. Like that's Mm. probably my biggest one is like just people having bad travel manners. And when they're abroad, that's probably my biggest one, but that's also like just in real life too. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like I said, I've just had so many situations where I'm like, what is that smell? And it is someone's mm-hmm. like shoes. Yeah. <laughs> See that for me is like, don't put your hiking boots, your dirty, wet field hiking boots in the cab of the truck, put it in the back, uh, put it in the back for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh All gosh. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, (laughs) what is the weirdest thing you've eaten in your travels? The weirdest thing I've eaten in my travels. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So I have a funny story about this. It's not something, it's not a weird thing to have eaten. It's again from when, so when I was in um, my freshman year of college, my first spring semester, I studied abroad in France. So that's where the train story comes from. But we stayed at this, like thousand year old Abbey in this little town outside of Paris. And we had like a host family, but we didn't live with the host family. We just like would go visit them and talk to them. And like, they invited us over for meals sometimes, or they'd take us on a field trip for the day or whatever. And the first time I ate dinner over there, I got, I was really excited. And they like have this whole table set and they sit down um, this plate of like raw meat in front of me. And it's, and I'm like looking at it and like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm about to have to eat this like raw steak. It's like thinly cut raw steak. And I'm like, I'm going to have to eat this raw meat because I can't be rude. How am I going to do this? That I had like, there's another guy, there's a guy with me who was also there for the same reason. We shared a host family. He and I were both like looking at each other, like, oh my gosh, are we going to do, we're going to do it, right? We have to do this. And then I realized in the center of the table, there's this big metal pot and they open it and there's boiling, like there's hot oil in it and it's really a fondue pot. And then I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) I've never heard this story, but this is great. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's, it was, it was a lovely meal. The fondue was amazing. Um, I learned how to eat. French radishes, um, where you cut them and you put a little bit of butter on them and you dip mm-hmm. them in salt and they're so good. It has to be French radishes though. Um, otherwise the other ones are too bitter, but, oh, it was, it was lovely. I was, I was like, oh gosh, but I'm going to have to eat it. I'm going to do it. I can do this. I'm like psyching myself up to do it. And I didn't have to. So. <laughs> what about you, Katie? I have multiple that come to mind. Okay. Uh, because anything that comes out of Brady's pocket, like his pocket cheese or his pocket fries <laughs> or his bag fries is yep. definitely weird, but French fries are not weird inherently. It just, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he always has snacks in weird places bag on fries, <laughs> and they're okay. not in like a plastic bag or anything. Nope. Either. That's the funny part. Nope. <laughs> to admit nope, that just I've in eaten there. that, <laughs> um, what's, let's see. 
but uh, I tried for me escargot was weird mm-hmm. uh, just to try mm-hmm. it but then when you try it you realize that it's like something kind of familiar you've had kind of before like if you've yeah. had a mussel mm-hmm. or um, a, a scallop or anything like that that's seasoned garlicky buttery mm-hmm. you know escargot is kind of weird I'll go with that <laughs> yeah so y'all know I am I would do so well on Survivor like, <laughs> <laughs> because I will eat it I will Andy do would it tear it up tear I it up on Survivor it. I will do it so there is so I've eaten a mini a peculiar thing so it's but probably the most peculiar is and this is totally a gimmicky tourist thing this is not real like this is not cultural fair. Uh, mm-hmm. I did have skewered, crispied up scorpions in China <gasps> just to do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just for the sake of doing it. Uh, <laughs> and it was horrible. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. They yeah. probably have, yeah, they're probably pretty acidic. They were crispy on the outside and gooey in the middle. Oh. <laughs> That's so gross. So, no. There is a video. There is a video that exists of me eating these. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain would mm-hmm. be proud. Would be. That's my goal in life is to be the next Anthony Bourdain. So, you know, I have to practice. Manifest this. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Mandy, texture, seasoning, what, what, how do you explain it? <laughs> like, it tastes like, it taste like it tastes like chewing into a freaking bug that they put on a skewer and crispied <laughs> up for a second. Just no like flavor. you guessed it. <laughs> nope. No flavor, nothing. Mm-mm. But it's really interesting because I have a very big affinity for bun bohe, which is not pr- pronounced correctly. That is my <laughs> that's my best white girl way of saying it. It's a spicy noodle soup, but mm-hmm. it has all kinds of bits in it. It's Vietnamese. Yeah. Talk about cure hangover. <laughs> so nice, that one, nice. that one's a good one. <laughs> I like it. It is time for a break and we will get back with more questions in a moment. Don't worry. The episode isn't over. We'll be right back after a short break. back so let's do our next question i'm shaking the little solo cup here rapid fire best place worst place you visited it's gotta be rapid oh my gosh yeah um, hurry hurry oh, uh let's go with um figueres spain and uh for best place and worst place paris france ah! <laughs> No! I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't know. It's got to be rapid. It's got to be rapid. No, not Paris. I don't know. Something about Paris makes me cry all the time. So it makes me cry when I'm there. I don't know what it is about Paris, but it makes me cry. Not in a good way. I know. For me, Paris, I I have a love-hate relationship with it in a lot of ways. Okay. Favorite place I've visited. Um... Most recently, probably Hawaii. Honestly, I've really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed my mm-hmm. my time there. And I think the worst place I've visited, 
I've liked almost every place I visited though, basically. But the worst place is probably going to be Niagara Falls on the Canada side, not because Niagara oh. was, wasn't gorgeous or there was anything wrong with it it inherently okay but we stayed at a shitty hotel there we thought it was a nice hotel from the pictures but it was not we thought it was right on niagara it was not and then dj got a stomach bug so we ended up spending the entire trip in the hotel room right and then he gave me the stomach bug three days later oh yeah sometimes it's all about circumstance and nothing to the actual place yeah. yeah. So mine definitely best place is definitely Comiza, Croatia and Edinburgh, Scotland and worst place, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We had a McNair thing there one time. Oh, yeah. We just all would get in, we would all pile into the van director and assistant director included just to get away <laughs> every night. <laughs> it was just, ugh. it was just yeah. not, I don't know. I'm like, that whole trip, I'm like, people say Mississippi's bad. I don't get it. Oh, I love it. Just go say it. All yeah. right. Next, uh, next one. What is your favorite mode of transportation? Oh, my favorite mode? Mm-hmm. Um, Walking, if it's uh, possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm used to just cars, Ubers. So I'm okay yeah. with that too. I like a boat. I like Ooh, that a lot because makes- they're fun. Not necessarily a cruise ship, just like a boat, like getting mm-hmm. to an island, something like that. I love it. So relaxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, for me, definitely train. I like the romantic Ooh. vibe of going on a train. Have you ever been on a cruise, Leah? Nope. I have never been okay. on a cruise. That's something we should try sometime. Let's do it. Don't tell Mama cruise <laughs> week. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. And don't tell Mama cruise trip. Don't tell Mama cruise trip. That would be so much fun. <laughs> That'd be oh so fun. Gosh. Okay. We can wear t-shirts. Yes, we need t-shirts and tank tops. God and damn cups. it, these t-shirts. And cups. <laughs> and cups. I haven't. <laughs> oh my God. Once I, I get started, I can't stop. I'm sorry. For each day. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Finish the sentence. Finish like the we sentence. all need another cup. <laughs> I know I got all the Mardi Gras cups. So, <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh. Finish the sentence. I would forsake blank for blank while traveling. Forsake blank for blank mm-hmm. while traveling. Wait, give me an example. Okay. I would forsake a shower for a good cup of coffee while traveling. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Wanted to clarify. Thank you. Good example. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. that's mine anyway so there we go I would forsake my husband so like I'm assuming I'm traveling with him and if I got the opportunity to go snorkeling but like say he was sick or sunburned or something and he had to stay on the beach I would go I would go snorkeling Mm -hmm. (laughs) to get Mm -hmm. in the ocean so I would forsake my husband to get in the ocean there we go (laughs) there I feel like Okay, I would forsake. I would have another one. Okay, go ahead. I would forsake a shower for a good night of sleep. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. I would forsake a good night's sleep to go see something really unique. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Said the young one of us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm like, I would forsake 
a lot for a good night of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the most surprising lesson you learned while traveling? To just go with it. Sometimes you just have to go with it. And I, I, and that, that's, that's a, and that's, a so, that's like a something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is very difficult for me to do in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like I pre-plan everything. Like I will tell, I will, you know, I will have a full list of like all the places I want to go. I do my research. I do all this kind of stuff. But when I get there, I have a, in my head, I have, these are the very specific things I would like to do, you mm-hmm. know? Yes. The plate, you know, but other mm-hmm. than that, it doesn't matter ultimately. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, I am very go with the flow. Once I'm there, I mm-hmm. usually just pick like one or two things that I really want to do. And I also like, I don't stress over plane travel very much. I don't stress over like a lot of those little details because I've had things happen, like, you know, sleeping outside of a train station and stuff like that. So I've learned how to deal with a lot of those kinds of things just through experience. And it, and it makes it a lot easier for me to just kind of like, okay, well, what, how do we get through this? How do we do this? You know what I mean? I feel like that's, that was actually a really big lesson for me to learn, you know, and Mm -hmm. sometimes this will get to me. Yeah. Usually it doesn't for me either. And I'm worried about everything in my normal day-to-day life. Like I am like plagued by anxiety. And usually when I travel, I'm like, yeah, whatever, another one's going to (laughs) come. It'll be all right. But uh, this last trip being the exception, but that was a whole, a whole other shit show. That's, we will, we're not going to talk about it today. Different kind of travel. Too. Yeah. So that is, <laughs> yeah. What okay. about you, Katie? Uh, I think, um, learning how to stay aware of your surroundings. Mm. Um, I'm still learning that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and, and like keeping your wits about you and, you know, yeah. That's really, really important because we all had experiences in the past where we're like, oh, okay. Um, I'm glad that I was aware in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Being aware of your surroundings is extremely important. Like not going, not talking to strangers. Like you can't be your sweet Southern self. If someone tries to stop you on the street and hand you something, you just say no, you know, Mm -hmm. like you don't do that. Like you don't talk to strangers, like just coming up to you if someone's approaching you on the street don't like that's not okay and things like that you know what I mean like and being aware of your surroundings like noticing if people are following you those kinds of things are important mm-hmm. so can make friends but you're not going to make friends with the person handing out the pamphlet right for me I would say my most surprising lesson I've learned while traveling is that the world is not as terrible of a place as the news makes it out to be Oh, or as very people much make so. it yeah. out to be because people will act like oh my god I can't believe you're doing that aren't you scared and I'll tell you what, I was, I felt more safe in Vietnam than I do in West Gulfport at a gas station at night. Yeah. To be honest, you know, so, and also you just see like some of the inherent good in people, mm-hmm. like people that just are just trying to help you because they know that, you, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you know, in trouble or you need help. Oh so yeah. That's definitely been like my most surprising thing. Cause I grew up in a family that's like, most of a most of my family's like not travelers mm-hmm. not go don't go out of your comfort zone like there's a lot of stereotype the world's going to hell in a handbasket but it's really not that bad <laughs> when, you, when yeah. you leave and you go and you it's travel so. I don't know about you Mandy but I'm going to hell in a bucket oh yeah you go to hell for the company heaven for the for the weather <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So I do have one more hidden bonus question that I slid in. Ed said it's targeting. So if you feel attacked in any way, (laughs) you do not have to answer. Oh gosh, what is this? Here we go. Here we go. Your most embarrassing travel bathroom story. (laughs) Oh goodness. (laughs) I got this one. I got this one. Okay. The night we went to eat mules and frites, endless amounts. The next day I had a treacherous time at the flea market. (laughs) Oh no, I didn't know this. (laughs) Covered it up good, Katie. You hit it well, clearly. Thank you. You know how long it took to hit me Uh, until Brady and DJ were awake and found us that long. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It was a terrible day, but also a great day because, you know, of where we were, but. (laughs) Yeah, that trip. So same trip, different. I have a couple of really interesting bathroom stories, but whenever I was, uh, when I got food poisoning and the only place I've ever gotten food poisoning traveling ever was in Southampton, England on that trip. Mm -hmm. And me and Katie went, we sat at a cafe by the train station, had a nice meal, fancy ass cafe. Like you would think it's the bougiest little place. Mm -hmm. Well, and I had like a salad, a ginger beer, uh, about we go to Nettles, we, we hike around, we go to see the Abbey, we go to the Naval Reserve Park, we get lost. By the time mm-hmm. I get back to the train station, it is blowing out of me at both ends. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what man. just happened? Because she was like peak energy. And all of a sudden, Mandy was like, Ew. and it, it was just, awful. Like, shut down. Yeah. And the train station was closed, but thank God there oh, was a yeah. travel, like there was like a costume shop on top of the train station at the bottom of the stairs was a bathroom. Mm-hmm. If not, I would have shit myself. Yeah. Oh man. Like, and still had to get back like to Winchester, which was like a 40 minute journey changing two trains. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one, that was pretty bad. And then another time y'all are going to laugh at me on this one. So I went, when we and I went to Studio, I, we were looking for the bus terminal, but I stopped to go to the bathroom. And in China, they have these massive public bathrooms all over the place. Mm-hmm. And we went to the one by the train station. We're talking, this has like 50 stalls in it, maybe not, but like 30 stalls in it. And I picked the one, I opened the one with this poor Chinese, old Chinese lady squatting. Oh, she's like, <laughs> I was like, the whole bathroom is empty besides me and her. And I opened the door on this one poor woman. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, how does that even happen? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay. Have we told, have I told, has, did G- DJ tell the story about me getting locked in a bathroom in Barcelona? I don't I think so. Wait. Okay. I, okay. 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 So this is my most embarrassing and DJ's probably most embarrassing <laughs> bathroom story. Okay. So we are in Barcelona outside of the, what are the big fountains they're called? The big, their national gallery or something like that. Right. The singing fountain. Yes, the singing fountains in uh, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. So it's this huge fountain, this really fancy place. And they have this, and I have to pee so bad. And I like, and DJ's like, okay, let's do this. Let's get you down there. I have like weird nightmares about not being able to find a bathroom or like people watching me while I pee. And so I can't. And so like, I get weirded out about like public thing bathrooms. Sometimes I've always been like that. 
So we get down to this one place and like all the stalls are open. Like the doors are just open and there's like a million people in there. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this one. They're really gross. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this one. So I go to this cafe, DJ buys something and gets the key so I can use the bathroom because <laughs> he's my knight in shining armor <laughs> as usual. And um, so I get in there or like they press a button to unlock it or something. I don't remember. But anyway, I get in the bathroom and it's like a motion sensor light and I'm in the middle of peeing and it goes dark and I can't see anything. And so I like finish and I go to get out and I can't get out of the bathroom. Like I can't figure it out. Like the light won't come back on and I can't find the door because it's so dark in there. (laughs) And and I'm like knocking on the door and I'm like, DJ, DJ. And he was like, I was like, I'm stuck in here. I can't get out. And so he like runs over to the, um, the, the guy that, that opened the door for me and the, this old Spanish man, he's probably like in his late seventies, eighties, something like that. He comes over and DJ's like pointing to the bathroom door, trying to explain that I, to like asking him to unlock it to get me out and the and the, the guy's like no there's someone in there occupado. Yeah, he's like basically he's like no you are not getting in that bathroom there's somebody in there you know what I mean and he's like this man is protecting my honor and DJ is <laughs> trying to get me out of there because I'm stuck and it's hot because it's, it's summer and I'm like sweaty and like oh I feel so gross and I just need to wash my hands and like get out of this bathroom and and DJ's like explaining these guys are they're like yelling at each other back and forth for what felt like an hour it was probably like three minutes at the most (laughs) and and finally this group of young guys that spoke Spanish I'm pretty sure they were Spanish but they also spoke English they're they're like dying laughing (laughs) and one of them comes over and explains it to the man and then like at that point like I actually figure out how to get out because the whole time I'm still trying to figure out how to get out I finally figure out how to open the door (laughs) because like I can't feel it was like a weird lock thing and like Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out where it was Mm -hmm. and it was yeah it was hilarious and finally Oh my gosh, poor DJ was like fighting for my life. And this, and this old man was like fighting for my honor. <laughs> that's amazing. He's oh, like, give me my girlfriend. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's probably my most embarrassing one. Cause then I had to come out and be like this, the, the dumb blonde who can't open a bathroom door. <laughs> Lo siento. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. And I don't know what's going on. Oh I'm God. like, I'm like it's okay just I gotta figure it out (laughs) (laughs) oh man good times good times good times (sighs) I survived it's a fun story now though that is a fantastic yeah so that's my most embarrassing bathroom story is that our last question (gasps) yeah that was it oh my my goodness that was so much fun (laughs) y'all can we do that again (laughs) yeah we should do that again sometime Oh yeah, for like TV shows or books or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could That's do it again great. for travel. I'm sure I could come up with more. Oh yeah. Well, we could do was... the same questions and have to have di- different answers for a lot of them, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. so. so thanks to Mandy for those questions. And thank you to some, who did you say helped like edit oh, those? <laughs> oh yeah. I had a, I had Shout a out. Uh, so yeah, I totally had them workshops. My husband, Ed, yeah, Estelle, yeah. Estelle, the salty and oh, Grace. Estelle. 
Grace, who was hey, also on Woo-hoo. our podcast before as well. Hey, three of our yeah, former so. guests. Thank you for mm-hmm. input. Thank you for input. And um, uh, y'all know what to do. Uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms. And uh, please go check us out on our Facebook page, Don't Tell Momo Magnolia Lounge. And you can keep up with us there. And of course, keep listening. Keep uh, giving us great ratings and reviews. And a five star will give us a lot of uh, views and um, some, you know, traction in the world. So and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 